Hi everyone, welcome to Midnight Hour Oil. Today we have Vera with us and she is going to share with us a uh, word that she was given this year, uh, January 12th of 2024. Uh, the Lord gave her this word and, uh, and I felt when she shared it with me that it was a very powerful on time word for his people. And so I, I asked her if she would share that uh, with all of us. So Vera, please just go ahead and, and share away. Okay, it was uh, a time that I was praying and fasting. Uh, it was actually a 21-day fast. And on the uh, 12th of January, in kind of the middle of this, what happened was I went to sleep that night and I had like a vision dream. The vision was a Facebook post. And you know how they post like a, a sign you know, it says something and that's what I saw. And it said, in this final hour, which is more important, quality or quantity? And I woke up and that was it. I just saw that vision, dream, Facebook post. And I really pondered that and wondered what, you know, what could that mean? And so, uh, Probably the next day I thought about it, thought about it, you know, the day after that, I went to sleep again that night and the Lord just began to almost preach me a sermon about that uh, quality quantity. And so uh, it was two o'clock in the morning and I got up and I started writing these things down and he was saying to me, he said, many churches today are counting the numbers, the new believers, people coming into the church. Uh, it, the focus is on increase and using being fruitful and multiplying, and it sounds good. But uh, people are coming and going, coming to the church, going back to the world. And so my husband is a beekeeper. And during this, when I woke up, he gave me the analogy of the bees, that these bees were created to make honey. And so, um, but you can't harvest the honey if the honey's not pure. And so what you have to do is you have to, uh, there's a little thing that you use to check the moisture content in the honey. And if the moisture is not there in the honey, then it can be harvested. If the moisture is there in the honey, the honey will crystallize. It'll turn to a hard sugar. So you have to make sure it's just right, that it's pure to be able to harvest this, uh, this honey. And so, he was telling me it's the same way with the quantity of numbers, that they come to the Lord, they come into the church, but they're mixed with the world and they don't remain pure. So um, I got to thinking about that and I wrote down when he was speaking to me that the Bible speaks of many ifs in the Bible. It's if you remain in me, if you keep my commandments, if you stay in faith, if you love me, and then immediately I thought of Lot's wife turned into that pillar of salt mm -hmm. in the analogy with the honey that doesn't stay pure. If the moisture content is in there, it will crystallize. And we know when she looked back, she became a pillar of salt. She crystallized, uh, so to speak. You know, she was on her way back with Lot, but she got turned around, looked back, and so I felt the Lord was, was saying to me that you can't mix the world with Jesus any more than you can mix the water 
in with the honey. Mm -hmm. it, it looks like it mixes, but over time, it's not a pure uh, quality of, of honey. So we know that Jesus is coming soon and he's coming, we all know we're told he's coming for the pure, spotless, blameless church, the real deal, mm -hmm. the pure honey, mm -hmm. you know, we could say, you know, and we know that salvation is completely free, but we are to die to ourselves. We are to pick up our cross. We are to follow him. We're no longer slaves to sin, but we're slaves to, to the spirit and we're not our, our own. You know, and so in today's society, I just find there's so many people that are coming in and coming out of the church, and they're not sold out. They're not sold out to the one who purchased their salvation. So, you know, I like this song. It says, it's the world behind me and the cross before me. And that's where we have to be. The Bible says, be ye holy as I am holy. Be honey. Be holy be honey be the pure thing be the real deal not mixed up in other things stay connected with the vine and produce the fruit we're not just a number and our our names are written in the lamb's book of life i'm not number five i'm not number 1002 you know my name is written there in the book of life you know we are told that we're a royal priesthood we are a peculiar people we're the true bride of christ we are the church and the bible also says that nara is the way that leads to eternal life and so we can't be on that broad road doing whatever we want to do because it says that leads to destruction and i feel like a lot of people today many have taken the detour the fast way they think to get there you know and they're on the wrong road basically you know mm -hmm. And um, it's, it's up to each individual person to do an about face. It's our choice what we do. But I, I really feel like a lot of people are being deceived coming in to uh, the organized church, being offered all the good things and not being told the cost right. of discipleship. And so if, if you're looking back to the worldly pleasures, just like we talked about Lot's uh, wife, you're going to crystallize, you know, you're going to become hard, hardened to the voice of the Lord. You know, the Bible says many are called, but few are chosen and he's choosing quality. So going back to the question after I felt like the Lord had told me all those things, I went back to bed and I thought he said in this final hour, which is more important, quantity or quality. And so he gave me another word this same night. And this seemed like it was a word to the church. And I'm just going to read you what this word to the church was. And it started off with this in this final hour, which is more important, quality or quantity. In this last hour, I'm looking for quality. Quality of people who have my qualities, who have a heart of compassion, who have a love that burns, who has a fire that's hot, I'm looking for a people who will clap their hands, who will raise their voice, who will be undignified as they worship me in truth and spirit. I'm looking for a holy people of great quality. I see you. I see the quantity, the numbers. I'm not impressed by large numbers. I'm impressed by the few who go after me, who seek me with their whole heart. 
those who don't care what others think, who are independent and reject the ways of this world, those who are not mingled with the seed of the enemy, those who are pure in heart, above, high standards. I see you. I see the motives of your heart. I see pure hearts. I see evil hearts. I see a mixture among the quantity, among the numbers in my church. Quality is what I desire. People who don't conform, people who are being transformed, I like that. My pure, spotless, blameless church. My bride of great quality. Pure as gold, innocent as doves, made white, dipped in my blood, marching on, remaining in me. That number is few, not many. Quality, not quantity. Examine yourself. Are you quality or are you just a number? Wow. Yeah, so um, I, th I thought that was a great word. You know, when the Lord gives me a word, it's like, there's no way I made, could have made that up. You know what I'm saying? Sure. Uh, and so it's just, uh, I, I just see that so much today. Everybody wants the big church. Everybody wants the mega church. Everybody, But, you know, we, we have to think about the church. The church is not that building. Amen. The church is the bride of Christ. That's what he's looking for. And he's looking for a quality of people, not a number, not a big number. Uh, you know, the people that are quality, they're living right, doing right, who love them, with him with all their heart, mind, and soul. That's what he's looking for. Amen. You know, what just came to mind was Noah, the remnant. I mean, there was what, eight people? Eight people. On that boat. So the remnant were the only ones that were found worthy. And so... I think the question we need to ask based on everything you were shown is, you know, are we a part of that remnant? Are we just a part of the masses just going through the motions? Exactly. I think that's the, the crux of the message. Yeah. And we don't know how many people were wiped out in that flood, but we know it was a lot more oh, than yeah. eight. You know, to right. think only eight people, right? only eight people survived that. Mm -hmm. You know, uh, eight people at that time was the remnant. It makes you... You know, it, it makes you, um, when the Lord comes for his church, when he takes mm -hmm. that remnant out, mm -hmm. how many will there be? You know, we know when we study about end times and we talk about end times, we know that there'll be a church left here because mm -hmm. mm -hmm. there'll be a one world government. There'll be a one world religious system. Right. You know, so we, we have to be careful not to be just a part and fall into just being part of a number. He's looking right. for the quality. Exactly. And he said, be ye holy as I am holy. If that weren't possible, he wouldn't have said that. It's mm -hmm. possible. We find our righteousness in Christ Jesus. Amen. We stand in his righteousness. You know, and, and we're, we're not just a number to him. Amen. You know, he says that he, he knows every sparrow that falls to the ground. Are we not worth more than that? You know, yes. so... Um, Right. He looks at the motive of our hearts. So he looks at what what's in there, mm -hmm. you know, and we just, uh, it is the day and the time to examine yourself and to know that you are quality. You're not just in that number. Well, and it's just like uh, Paul told the Corinthians, if you would judge yourselves, you would not be judged. Exactly. We have to judge ourselves. We have to look soberly as 
as Paul instructed the Corinthians, at our lives? Are we walking the walk or are we just going through the motions and living mm -hmm. like the world? You know, and, and who wants to find out after the rapture that we got it wrong? Isn't that the truth? Isn't so that the now's truth? the time to really think about it soberly. Yeah. That's an awesome And it's a choice word. that we make every day. You know, I was walking a couple uh, uh, summers ago and I was going down a trail. We have a lot of trails on our property and we I was almost getting to the bottom to hook up to another trail. And the Lord said to me, stay on the path. And I almost laughed because I thought, well, why would I get off of that path? And then as I walked on, you know, I thought the mm -hmm. Lord was saying, many things could take you off of that path. And it do, it's not always the bad things. It doesn't wow. mean that you're, you're going to see a snake on the side and you're going to go towards it. You might see a field of flowers that looks very good. Mm -hmm. The devil is crafty in what he does. And I've never forgot that word. Mm -hmm. Stay on the path. Mm -hmm. And the Bible says that's a narrow road. It's not a broad way. It's not the easy road. And when things get difficult, I mean, that's something else that can make people want to try to find an easier way. Exactly. But as I've said before, you know, following Jesus, choosing Jesus is simple, but it is not easy. And mm -hmm. it is not the easy road, but it is possible. And, and we can walk that walk with his help every day, with Jesus infusing us with his power. But there's no other way we can do it outside of Christ. But by his grace and strength, we can. And that's why it's so important to stay on the path, stay in Christ. Absolutely. There's a cost for discipleship. Yes, Jesus paid the cross. Yes. Paid the price on the cross. But there's also a price for us, you know. Yes. In other countries, when people come to the Lord, they know what they're getting into. You know, they're, they, they know that they're they're sold out mm -hmm. before they make that decision. Right. I just I fear that so many people in the Western world feels that they can be on both sides of the fence. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And the Bible says you you can't be. You can't no. serve two masters. You can't do it. But I think that that's where we are, and that's why we see so much of what I'm talking about. You know, the big mega churches and this and. You know, we talk about mm -hmm. this list of things, but we can't talk about this list of th things, you know, because you want to appease everybody. You want to keep the people in, but that's only numbers. Right. That's only numbers. And that, right. I feel like that's really why the Lord gave me that. It's not about the numbers. It's about the quality. It's about true disciples. It's about picking up your cross and following him Amen. and making other disciples. That's what we're told to do. Right. Not add up the numbers, exactly. so to speak. That's yeah. exactly right. Praise God. Well, Vera, that was a powerful word. I appreciate you coming on and sharing that today. And uh, I hope all of you will take all that to the Lord in prayer. As always, you know, ask God for the confirmation that you need concerning this word. And, and think about it soberly, you know, where your uh, priority is. Is it in numbers? Is it in trying to get as many people in as possible? Or is it in, you know, helping people to grow up in their walk with the Lord and getting them grounded in truth and making sure, you know, that they understand the, the cost of following Jesus? Um, these are all things that we can think about. You've given us a lot to think about. Yeah. So thank you so much for coming on again, Vera. All right, God bless everybody. We love you all.